and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So today, there are two levels of the thing that I'm done with, and the first one is, quite generally, this trend that's not even really a trend because it feels like it's been around forever, of infantilizing elderly people. Specifically, it seems like younger people really like to say, like, these old people are adorable and they're so cute, but something about that strikes me as odd. Like, they're fully grown people. They're much more fully grown than you are. They've had a lot more experiences. They're, like, like it just seems to take away all of their... It, it gives them no credit for being themselves and for living a long life. It makes it so that they're babies and like it's so condescending and I'm not a person who's about like hierarchies. I'm not like really obsessed with respecting your elders. I'm not really about that just because it's not something that I've been around. I haven't been really like raised in a society or in like in a way that's really instilled like this age hierarchy upon me. But there is still just inherently something messed up about patronizing old people that way. I wouldn't really call anyone older than I am cute <laughs> in a way. Like, not cute like that. Like, oh, they're so adorable and, like, little. And so to call someone who's so much older than you are cute just seems, um, in a way, disrespectful and... It just seems odd that we as young people are feeling like we're so much higher up and we're so much more with it and like able to know what's going on and aware that we're able to call them something beneath us. It just seems bizarre to me. And on that same note, except I'm not really against it for the disrespect of it, but because it's like totally just forgets all the bad things that people have done is this way that it seems like during the Trump administration so far, people have taken to calling politicians that used to be in office, like, adorable, and creating these little backstories for them that are totally just, like, made up or romanticizing them heavily in this way where it's, like, you'll see people call John McCain adorable and, like, Bill Clinton cute and, like, oh, their friendships are so sweet, oh, oh, look, and, like, make up little funny stories about them, about, like, them getting each other ice cream and making bracelets and doing this and doing that. And I don't really mean this in the way of, like, the Joe Biden-Obama memes, which I thought were funny. But these are more, it's more real feeling to me. It more romanticizes all the things that these people have done. It forgets that they've done anything of any importance, good or bad. Um, and I particularly take issue with the forgetting the bad. Like, are we really going to decide that since Trump is doing things in this new horrible way, that everyone else before him was in this, like, utopian government where, you know, like, now it's appropriate somehow to call George Bush adorable because he has a hard time putting on a raincoat. Like, it just, it that can't be right, and that can't be the way that we're doing things now. Like, I understand also that we're looking to trust people that we would never have trusted before, maybe. Like, people who hated John McCain before when he was against Obama are now, like, looking to him as a member of, like, the normal group of people in the government right now. I don't know, and I understand that 
we'll take what we can get. But that seems different to me from just deciding that they're sweet and innocent and perfect just because we have a demon in office right now. And on that same note, that's been a trend ever since Hamilton came about, meaning Hamilton the musical. This trend of like, oh, imagine the founding fathers, like they're so cute and they have all these little quirks and like these little personality traits and here are their like zodiac signs and this is what it means and it just, it can't be that we forget all the things that these people did and all the issues that they had and it can't be that just because we're in the future now we credit them with only good things and like sweet traits that just it doesn't make sense to me and if we keep forgetting what's happened then does that mean that if someone even worse god forbid comes around we're going to decide that trump was sweet or even if nobody worse does come around are we going to in the future decide that you know oh his little his little jokes about his little hands and you know how he loved being racist ah i mean are we gonna what are we going to forget if we're willing to forget this about someone who was president like really not that long ago whom a lot of people took issue with and i know that it seems innocent because it's like what can memes do you know if there's a meme about how cute these people are what's that going to do but i really do think that they contribute to a culture of just normalizing issues that shouldn't be normalized yet there is a way in which the more jokes you make like small as they may seem they add up and once it starts when's it going to stop things on the internet have a real habit of spreading quickly and that doesn't always mean that they spread as quickly as good information and so if you see a funny thing about some funny president what's going to be there in your mind it already happened with jeb bush when it was like oh jeb he's such a cutie and like look all this like look at his little boots they're like monogrammed no he's uh he ran for president and he's he might be kind of a dingus but like he's a man and he had views and some of those views were pretty freaking terrible so let's just forget about the cowboy boots and let's like remember what he thought and that is the end of that little speech and now on to the bachelor (laughs) to change tones pretty quickly i was watching the bachelor this week as per huge and i for some background this week is the hometown visits which means that nick the bachelor visits the hometown and the families of the four women who are left he visits their backgrounds he gets to ask their fathers for their hand in marriage and i first of all yes if you're thinking huh, he asks four fathers for four daughters' hands in marriage, meaning he's going to turn down three of them? The answer to that is, uh, yeah, that is exactly what happens. And if you think that's ridiculous, you would be right. But if you think that any of the fathers said no, you would be wrong. I hope they would. Some of them seemed like they were leaning that way. A little messed up that he only asked the dads. One of the dads was absent, and he didn't even bother asking the mom. So I took issue with that, but... um. I thought the episode was interesting partially because you actually get to see these women talk about something and have a history other than just like crying drunkenly about a man drunken because um that's what the producers just feed them all the time apparently it's just alcohol 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 in every shot they're drinking and drinking and drinking they shove them in a hotel room together they have them go on group dates so that they're just in competition their one goal is this man who honestly 
is pretty boring and terrible, and all of them, especially once you see the background, are really interesting. They're lawyers and teachers and small business owners, and they're all trying really hard, and they have their own backgrounds, and yet for some reason, we only get to hear about Nick's family until this episode down to the final four, and seeing all their homes really made it hit home, haha, how much deeper these women's history, these women's, I guess that's right, histories are than they really show. You never hear them talk about anything besides the man, and when they do, it's like them trying to get the man. It's like, oh, look at this book that my students made so that you'll love me and take me home and, like, we'll be married forever. And it just really made me realize how terrible the show is in a lot of ways, which I already knew, but it's especially... Um, kind of a splash of cold water in your face when you're watching and you think, oh, she's got a fam. Oh, look at her job. Oh, so she does have interactions outside of this guy. That's, that's when you know. Something I did think was good was that they didn't refrain from showing the parents criticizing the show. One of the women's fathers, um, Vanessa, her father was like, so did you ask all the other women? what's the difference? And he was like, well, I kind of asked all the other women's parents. Oh, you know, he was really skirting the issue. And this guy wasn't really feeling it. Nick had charmed all the other parents to some extent. And this guy really didn't want to be charmed. He didn't think that this guy's smile was enough to say like, yes, you can have my amazing daughter who's been heartbroken before. He didn't understand how the guy could say, oh, well, I respect her so much when she was in competition with three other women. He didn't understand why you would ask for someone's hand in marriage if that's not necessarily your intention. And I thought it was great. But that is not really giving credit to The Bachelor. That's more giving credit to this father for being aware and to the girl for being awesome. And I give credit to all the women. Mostly, I'm still on the fence about Corinne. She, if you want to know more about Corinne Olympios, you can Google her. She's a real piece of work. But other than that, I was really happy to see that the women are shown as people, at least in one episode, and not just, you know, pieces of meat who just desperately want this boring man's love, and they'll do anything to get this boring, boring, empty man to love them. Although, to his credit, he cries a bunch, but don't we all? (laughs) So that is that for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and come back in a week, because who knows what we'll be into by then. Bye!